Welcome to On The Flip. I'm your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you, everyday life is truly one new experience, and that all skin is equal. Feel me? Today's topic, forgiveness. You know, forgive, forget, turn the other cheek. Don't even trip, let it ride. Speaking of ride, pause. When I was like eight, my grandmother bought me a brand new bike. My mom always taught me to share. My dad taught me otherwise. So anyway, one of my so-called friends asked, Yo man, can I ride? I'm like, nah bro, my pop said no. My mom's like, ah, be nice sweetie, let him ride. I'm like, damn it, go ahead bro. So he was gone for like 10, 15 minutes. He only lived a couple hours down, so I knew he'd be back, but the question was, when? So fast forward, he comes walking my goddamn bike down the street. I'm like, what the hell? So I asked him, bro, what happened? He goes, so yeah. See, what happened was, I rode it through the schoolyard. I'm like, the schoolyard? The fuck? With all the rocks and broken glass? He goes, yeah, sorry about that, man. Both of my goddamn tires were flat. I wanted to whoop his ass right then and there. That's when my mom walked back up. She goes, oh no, what happened? I'm like, man, my tires are busted. It's all his fault. I told you I shouldn't let him ride. She goes, baby, I'm sorry about that. I'm so, so sorry. Quite sure it was a mistake. I'm like, mistake or not? He never should have gotten on the bike in the first place. But anyway, a couple of days went by. Things kind of blew over. I ended up dying at his house. I was still pissed beyond belief. So, no doubt, revenge was in the back of my mind. Not to shit on him and his family, but they didn't really have much. But the little bit they had, I wanted to destroy it. Funny thing about life, I didn't even have to no time he got back what he put out with me everybody gets one see before the bike shit didn't even happen he stole something so he was already over the line i could be your best enemy or your worst friend choose one but make it count he chose the latter not to get too specific but some shit happened with him in his family and uh I buried the action, so to speak. And um, I ended up giving them half of my work to the place to get lost. He came back to school trying to front me up. You know, he got cool with the bullies. They approached me at recess, like, yo, give us your lunch. Man, what's up with them shoes? Let me get them shoes. Let me get this. Let me get that in the third. And I'm like, man, fuck y'all. And I'm like, really, bro? You, you of all people, you trying to take my shoes? You already got a pair of my shoes on right now. Matter of fact, that's my shoes. That's my pants, shirt, and even my brush in your hand. So they're like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, no, 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 it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. But he didn't know. I've always written a call my name on all my property. So if it comes up missing and I approach you about it, just give it back. No harm, no foul. He chose otherwise. All uh, this could have easily been avoided. Like I said, everyday life is truly one to experience. 
That's why I always try to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. Did I forgive him? Of course I did. Over time. But on the flip, I never forgot that shit. And I certainly didn't appreciate it. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'm your host, the uninvited ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience. And that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Feel me? Today's topic. Wisdom. Does it really come with age or experience? Hmm. Good question. I'm an 80s baby, so you know. We all have uncles, you know, cousins, older brothers, or even neighbors. Always somebody to look up to when pops was To keep it a buck. I remember seeing niggas getting their ass whooped by their neighbors. And they held it down till pops got them. Not to get off topic. I'm talking about wisdom. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of older cats or OGs or, you know, old heads or whatever. They say, yeah, man, these little young niggas wild, you know. They don't have no respect, man. They don't show no love. And it's like, I wonder why. I mean, actually think about it. We grew up raw. We seen and heard a lot of shit we shouldn't have at a very early age. Keep in mind, I'm talking about my generation. So we saw all that shit in the 80s. It only got worse moving forward, you know. When I was born, it was all about, you know, the pills, the heroin, and all that. As I got older, you know, it was the crack era. You know, the whole 90s was fucked up because of that. Old families are still to this day fucked up and forever dysfunctional, you know. And you know, shit goes full circle, man. If you look, everything from when I was little was back. The hot top fades. The pills, motherfuckers was shooting up, and we still got crackheads. Shit is crazy, you know. That being said, why should they love? Why should they even show respect? Give them something to respect. Y'all keep saying back in the days I was the man. Okay, bet I give you that. So what happened? I'll tell you what happened. You niggas got high on your own supply. It's like, y'all will watch all these gangster movies, you know, New Jack Cities, Minister Societies, you know, this, that, and the third, and Scarface, then stop, right before the end, you know, and, um, yeah, since that's everybody's favorite drug movie, I mean, did you forget the rules? Again, don't get home on the supply, and they'll be quick to say, I see, that's different. You talking about cocaine. That shows your age. Crack and cocaine is two different things. Um, no the fuck they not. Like, the fuck really, bro? It's kind of like checkers and rallies. Pretty much the same shit at the end of the day. So, yeah, man. Why the fuck would I take orders from the crackhead? You know? You smoke crack, you'll suck dick. I don't know about you, but, uh, for lack of better terms, Cocksucker can't tell me shit about shit. And in 
no way, shape, or form was that a stab at the Greenwood community. Rather a reference to the topic at hand. So again, does wisdom come with age or experience? Well, in my opinion, I know a lot of young scholars, but on the flip, I also know a lot of old fools. That being said, I always try to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. This whatever though, I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome to On The Flip. I'm your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience and that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, sundress season. Oh yeah, it's the time of the year. <laughs> it's getting hot outside, man. Bees, mosquitoes, lightning bugs, or fireflies if you will. The whole shit name. Also, niggas gotta really be on 10 and stay on point. I don't know where you at, but shit where I'm from, shit is real. You ever heard the term? The thirst is real. Yeah, okay. Or so they say. To me, it ain't even that strong. I remember this one time. I was out shopping, right? The store was packed, so I hopped into 10 items or less out, right? In front of me was this lady decked out. I mean, literally from head to toe. Tri-color locks, tattoos, you know, big-ass titties, fat-ass. She even had her feet right, you know? Piercings was all popping through. It's like, goddamn. Whole time though, I'm with my girl, so I wasn't even tripping. Shit, keep it a buck. She pointed out before we even walked in. Long story short though, she dropped the bank receipt before. So I'm like, hey, excuse me, hey, hey. She was on her phone, all of a sudden she goes, oh my fucking God, niggas be so goddamn thirsty. Oh my God, I can't stand these niggas. Threw all her shit down and stormed out. Made this big ass scene for no reason. I mean, he I ain't trying to help her. She made it seem like I harassed her. So I picked it up. To my surprise, it was a bunch of twins folding to the receipt. So I immediately handed it to the teller. She goes, oh nah, bruh. I saw and heard the whole thing. You good. You tried to do the right thing. And she tried to make you look crazy. Fuck that bitch. Down here and pocketed, bro. You all good. Even the security guy said, Down here, bro. You earned it. So I'm like, fuck it. I was just in there grabbing some snacks and some cold to drink. But I'm like, shit, I might as well put it to good use. So, uh, on the way up there, I seen a bunch of homeless people. So I figured, you know what? Now that I got it, I might as well give it. So I went and bought a bunch of Popeyes, Pizza Hut, Wendy's, McDonald's, and passed it out. The rest that was left over, shit, I just wanna pay my phone bill and do my girl some gas. I say all that to say, it's because the guy held the door for you, doesn't necessarily mean he was looking at your ass. There's still some good guys out here, how do I know? Well, you're listening to them. 
year I don't see through clothing. I could see way too much. She left with little to imagination. There was a lot of guys and girls trying to holler. Like I said, I was with my girl. Plus, I don't approach. I'm all about natural vibes and eye contact. But I'll elaborate on that another episode. Now, I'm not slush shaming, but I'm just saying. You don't react like that every time somebody says something to you or looks in your direction. Maybe you should cover yourself up. At the end of the day, was the thirst really real? Or on the flip, was she a thirst trap fish fresh out the water? Like I always say, I try to learn a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience and that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, grown folks business. Do two wrongs really make a right? Is it okay for women to hit men? And is it okay for men to hit women back? Good question. I remember this one time when I was coming out of Harold's Chicken. I just placed the order. There was a club next to it. I stepped out to smoke a square. This way back, so you know. <laughs> I ain't chopped the squares tonight, nah. But anyway, I gave this dude a light. Put mine out. Went back in to get my order. By the time I come out, he had this lady by a throw up against the wall. So I'm like, God damn, bro, is it really that serious? He goes, man, mind your motherfucking business, little nigga. And she goes, yeah, mind your goddamn business. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can handle this shit myself. So I'm like, oh, really? Fuck it. Got in the car, carried on about our business. He kept saying, bitch, I can't leave for five seconds without you entertaining some other nigga. Who was doing all up in your face just now? Swear to God, I should just cut your ass right now. You got me fucked up. This, that, and the third. I say all that to say. I don't do toxic relationships. I don't even like raising my voice. You put your hands on me, I'm out. We ain't got shit to talk about. That's that. One and done. I don't give a fuck how cool we are. You beating up on your girl, that shit ain't gonna fly with me. Same as if you hitting on your nigga. I don't care if you're a female. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. And if he hit you back, don't expect me to jump to your defense. Domestic violence is a serious thing. It's all too real. We're grown-ups, not little-ass kids. So that sandbox rule shit don't apply. Learn how to communicate and solve shit through conflict resolution. Or simply, just get the fuck away from each other. I mean, why you put yourself through the misery? I don't know about you, but shit, I ain't trying to sleep with one hour. You feel me? It doesn't matter how fine you are or even how thick you are. If your energy ain't matching mine, we gonna clash personality-wise. Every rip. Besides, beauty's only skin deep and it fades over time. Personality? is eternal. So what defines a toxic relationship? Constant yelling, arguing, 
threats, fights, and just flat out bickering over irrelevant shit and accusations. Over he said, she said, with no actual proof. Circumstantial evidence, so to speak. So fellas, don't be blinded by the ass. Check her past. Ladies, don't be fooled by the smile. Pull his foul. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You let a motherfucker lay their hands on you once, they can't wait to do it twice. You gotta check that shit at the gate and let them know, flat out, that's a no-go. So, to recap, do two wrongs really make a right? Hmm, depends on who you ask. I look at it like this. Forgive, never forget. Let gone bys be bodies. Two wrongs don't make a right. Sometimes what's right is wrong. Should women hit men? Absolutely not. Should men hit women? Absolutely not. Should men hit women back? Fuck no. Be a man, bro. Walk that shit up. But on the flip, she got a weapon or she charging at you with a vehicle of some kind? You gotta do what the fuck you gotta do. I ain't see shit. I was out of town when all that happened. And I ain't even mad at you. End of the day, like I said, everyday life is truly one new experience. So I always try to find life lessons in any and everyday given situations. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience and that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, the N-word. People will use, bruise, and abuse you. Play the victim and make you out to be the asshole. Me, myself, I'm a Scorpio. Depending on who you ask, we the saints or sinners. Saints in the sense of loyalty, compassion, empathy, and we're also known for being protectors. Sinners in the sense of anger, hate, revenge, and pretty much hell bit on even in the sport. Why is that? Because we never get the former back. Like I said, people use, bruise, and abuse. I don't know about you, but for me, that's when that infamous stinger comes into the picture. I'm not crazy or deranged. I'm just sick of people's shit, man. But to get back on topic, we're discussing the N-word. And if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm talking about the word no. That's right, no. Yeah, I said it. Say it with me. No. You gotta teach people how to treat you and pay attention to how they act. Especially somebody new. You never know what the fuck they're capable of doing. In my experience, it's always good to expect the unexpected. Motherfuckers are unpredictable. That's why I don't trust a goddamn soul. Trust to get your heart broken, leave you stranded, dazed, confused, broke straight up assed out beyond recognition now I'm not being cynical just telling it like it is truth hurts I'm quite sure I'm not the only one that gave my half 
or even my laugh to people that won't even answer a call or a simple text. Case in point, one time I helped the nigga move. I ain't even know him like that. But two of my homeboys from way back was like, yo, I gotta work and I'm going out of town. Dude, throw me some bread. So I'm like, fuck it. Long story short, I helped him out. Shit took about four days. Needless to say, he didn't pay me initially. Few heated words were exchanged. They ended up getting physical. Over time, who the hell's prevailed? And, you know, he decided to make things right. So I give him that. Another example, this brother I used to hang with, a family was kind of going through some shit, so I figured I'd lend a helping hand. Fast forward two days later, I'm ready to check out and go home. He's like, oh, see, here's the thing. I can't drive him back. You gotta find a ride. I'm like, what the fuck? That's how you feel? Bet. A couple of years later, I was working the drive-thru at a fast food restaurant. One of my co-workers came in to get a check. She left her car running. Just like that. Somebody hopped in and stole it. She lost everything. A purse, a wallet, driver's license, you name it. So me being me, I spotted her 20. Never even asked for it back. And I gave her a one-day pass. So she could at least make it back home. Fast forward. Somebody stole my wallet and now I was in the jam. She spotted me $10. I only needed four, so I immediately handed her six back. Would you believe she hounded and harped on me for three days about that measly ass four dollars? Karma's a bitch. All three of them got back what they put out. Times ten. I say that to say, you can't win them all. Sometimes you gotta let go and let God. He may not come when you want him to, but on the flip, it's always on time. So the next time the phone and your doorbell rings, somebody's asking you to bend over backwards, borrow money, do some unnecessarily unorthodox left field type shit. Ask yourself, if the shoe was on another foot, would they do it for me? If they ain't saying yes, Take it back to the eighties and just say no. Like I said, everyday life is truly one new experience. That's why I'm always trying to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome to On The Flip. I'm your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience. And that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, simple logic. Ain't no if, fans or bucks. Everything's black and white. Shit either is or it ain't. And you'll be hard pressed to sway my opinion. Like I stated in a previous episode, I know a lot of young scholars. And I also know a lot of old fools. That being said, my opinion, wisdom comes with experience, not age. Also, looks could be deceiving. Just because somebody looks dumb, doesn't necessarily mean they're stupid. And just because somebody looks smart, doesn't necessarily make them a genius. I know book smart niggas that get scammed. And I also know scammers that can't count. 
Somebody asked me the other day, what's your biggest pet peeve? I'm like, damn, I never thought about that. I don't think I really have a pet peeve, but I know one thing that pisses me the fuck off. When people, specifically females, say, oh, but that's different though. Man, that irks the shit out of me. And it's always over something dumb or one-sided, like co-workers are still. The fuck you stealing for? You got a job, asshole. Or sisters that exclusively date outside our race. That has shit fits when they see us doing our thing. They'll be quick to say, you must hate your mom. You must hate all black women, period. You forgot where you came from? Sell out. If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. If I address it, it's, ah, oh, but see, that's different, though. See, I'm just trying to climb up the ladder of success. I'm just expanding my horizons. I don't see color. Besides, there's no eligible black men available. Y'all either incarcerated, into other men, had too many baby mamas. The list goes on. I call bullshit. I'm 41 years old. Never been arrested. I'm straight. And I don't have any kids. So hypothetically speaking, the fuck are you talking about? I look at it like this, man. To each his and her own. I don't give a fuck who you date. As long as you happy, it ain't none of my business. In the meantime, don't worry about what I do. If it ain't with you, it ain't none of your concern. I don't have a type. I'm into who's into me. Height, shape, and skin tone don't matter to me. As long as we have common sense, we all good. Another one that fucks with me. She got a ass though. Really, nigga? I mean, don't get me wrong. Shit, I'm human. I like courage, but it's irrelevant. I know girls with fat asses that are lazy and they just lay there and want you to do all of them. To keep it a buck, I like a girl with a nice rack. She ain't gotta have the biggest ass, you know, just enough to pump. And if you gonna have your feet out, shit, keep them up. Otherwise, keep your socks on. To me, love ain't a notion. It's emotion. And like I said, all skin is equal. So if Khadija wants to date Tyrod near the kip, I wish you the best. No, really, from the heart. Live your best life. But on the flip, don't come at me with that black to Africa shit as I live mine. Everyday life is truly one new experience. That's why I always trying to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post. The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience. And that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic friend zone. They say, men and women can't be friends. They also say, there's a match for everyone. You just gotta keep looking. Then you got the people that believe in soulmates. I'll address all three. Over the years, I had a lot of female friends. I mean, tons. Some were near, dear, and sincere. They looked out for my best interests. And they always had my back when it counted. 
They were like sisters, cousins, you know, BFFs or like family. Like I said, some others made shit up. You know, one made it just like, you calling me brother, cousin, best friend. Yeah, you catch feelings when I bring other females around, which is crazy. In no way, shape or form am I the jealous type. Not to sound like a dick, but growing up, I was spoiled. I always got what I want. I say that to say, what you and your nigga do ain't none of my business. I mean, I'm happy for you. Can't you be happy for me? I swear to God, never understood jealousy. I stay in my lane. End of the day, put your beard in. You got home for the advantage. Either speak up or sit your ass down somewhere. Not a mob reader. You want a nigga or not? Let it be known. Going once, going twice. Like I said, speak up. Besides, those mouths don't get hit. As far as that being a match for every person out there, I disagree. I take shit how it comes. Not just with relationships. For life in general. Like I said in the previous episode, I'm all about personality. If our energy don't match, we will clash every rip. Do I believe in soulmates? Absolutely not. But then again, I've never been in love. I know what it is to love. I know what it feels like to be loved. Can't speak on what I don't know. So, moving on. I will say, it's not good to have a relationship without first being friends. Why do I say that? Well, let's break down the word friendship. Without first being friends, there's no relation. Leaving you with ships, which do what? Come and go. I'm extremely particular about who I call my friend, even more so with who I say I'm in a relationship with. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I don't approach I'm in the natural vibes and eye contact. That being said, if and when I see who I want, I stare straight at her. If she can hold eye contact for three seconds, now we're working with something. The hard part is already over. So what do I do next? Well, I look away. <laughs> the rest is on you. You could either walk over spark up a conversation or keep it moving no harm no foul women outnumber us so I ain't even worried about it can't miss what I never had instead of moping about what could have been hop on the next tip smoking and get it in everyday life is truly one new experience that's why I always trying to find a life lesson in any and every given situation it's whatever though I'm out Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post. The uninvited ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience. And that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, one to grow on. Growing up, I used to hang with my grandfather, my mom's dad or my pop, as I would call him. He always called me Killer. That was his boxing name. 
and the name he wanted to pass down to me. He always wanted me to play football, baseball, basketball, and again, box. We went to White Sox games, you know, a couple of fights here and there. And he was really in the cards, real specific. In fact, he belonged to the Bridge Club. Working at the Bridge Club was actually my first job, being a caddy. After he passed, I inherited some of his trophies. He was an avid chess player as well. We didn't spend that much time together, but we spent. I soaked up a lot of wisdom on so many fronts. He taught me to be respectful. He taught me to be a gentleman. Always have a firm handshake. Always look people eye to eye. And to always speak direct and clearly. So there's no misunderstanding as to what I just said. I quickly learned how to read the room. Kick back and be observant. You don't always have to be the loudest or the center of attention. That's how I got the name the Uninvited Ghost. You won't find me on the dance floor. Whole time I've been in the cut chilling. Unbeknownst to shit. <laughs> I say that to say. It doesn't matter if you shoot dice, play dominoes, cards, checkers, chess, or even connect four. You gotta stay on point. It's always something know it has gloating about. Not knowing you already 10 steps ahead. Again, read the room. Instead of yelling crown me, keep an eye on your jacket. Somebody might go for your wallet. Instead of slamming bones yelling dominoes, watch the register. You never know. Niggas might be on dummy. While you yelling checkmate, somebody might be stealing your car. My point, know your surroundings. And be mindful of your company. Besides, you all you hang with. That being said, make sure they righteous and on the up and up. Or be a victim. Eyes of the soul. That's why it's good to always look people out of eye. Shit, if we stare hard enough, you could actually see right through them. Realize how full of shit they really are. Now, I don't promote violence, but I do believe in self-defense. Like I mentioned, you taught me how to box. I took martial arts as well. The true martial artist knows how to talk his way out of a fight. But if need be, do what the fuck you gotta do. My grandfather taught me how to shoot when I was eight years old. He taught me never to use a weapon unless I'm outnumbered or somebody pulls one on me first. And they never start a fight, but always finish it. He always had my back through thick and thin, but was quick to call me on my bullshit. Otherwise, we maintain a united front. Like I said in the previous episode, Wisdom comes with experience, not age. Can't speak on what I don't know, so it's on you. To either misunderstand, dismiss, and go on. On the flip, overstand, let it seep in, and take it as one to grow on. Everyday life is truly one new experience. That's why I try to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post. The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you. 
that everyday life is truly one new experience and that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic is slap hurt around the world. To me, respect is a two-way street. You gotta give it to get it. I don't respect my elders. I respect who respects me. I grew up seeing a lot of elders do a lot of dumb shit. So until you lead by example, shut the fuck up. Like I mentioned on the previous episode, I don't promote violence. But I do believe in self-defense. I remember one time, I was like 10. It was hot as fuck outside. Everybody was throwing water balloons and water gun fights. Girls was jump roping, motherfuckers was running to the pool. You know, waiting for the ice cream truck and shit. So, my cousin and I, a couple of friends decided to go to the park. And they had just upgraded. They took the hot ass slides and rusty ass swings away and added tie swings and a sandbox and all this new shit for the kids. So, you know, that being said, my cousin started pushing me on the tie swing and spinning, you know. And out of nowhere, I got hit in the face with a bunch of wood chips. So I'm yelling at my cousin like, yo, stop the swing. He stopped it. I looked, my lip was busted. So I'm like, man, who the fuck do that shit? He was like, he did, he did. So I went over there. And I'm like, yo, man, you threw that shit at me? He said, yeah, and he laughed. So I slapped the shit out of him. So hard, I actually knocked him out. Fast forward, I kept running into this nigga. But every time he saw me, he run. Imagine that. You started this shit, but now you running. Crazy, right? After like the third time, I'm like, bro, chill. I ain't even tripping. That shit was like three years ago. You good. He calmed down, caught his breath, and actually apologized. Fast forward, I'm like 13. And this older chick, she was always starting shit with people because her dad was a cop. So one day she decided to fuck with me. She was like, man, I'll slap the shit out of you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. She's like, nah, for real. I'll slap your ass. I'm like, man, stop playing. You don't even know me like that. So like two days later, out of nowhere, she just bloused the shit out of me. Like I was a hoe and she was a pimp. Everybody started laughing. Then I slapped her back. Everybody was like, oh, you in trouble. You finna get arrested. You know what? Dad's a cop. I'm like, man, I ain't give a fuck. Call your daddy. She did, and he never came. Mine did, though. <laughs> and that was that. So, like, a year after that, picture day, I was having these stars in a khaki suit. Big-ass afro, perfectly picked out. Some asshole decided to throw a milk across the lunchroom and take a guess who it hit. Yup, it hit me. Right in the goddamn head. Milk went everywhere. Everybody's like, oh, shit. Here we go again. So I get up and I'm like, yo, who the fuck threw that shit? Everybody got quiet, but I noticed it was one nigga laughing. So I went over to him. I'm like, yo, bro, you threw that shit? He's like, <laughs> yeah. Take a guess what I did. Yup, slapped the shit out of his ass. And just like the other two, he just held his face like, oh. I went and sat back down. Now it's crazy. My teacher ain't see him throw the milk, just the slap. Felt like I was a dairy off it or some shit. The story of my life. That's how I be though. My point? 
Leave people the fuck alone, man. Stop that bullying shit. Not saying what I did was right, but on the flip, was I wrong? End of the day, I couldn't care less. If I ain't bothering you, fuck off, man. And if you don't bully somebody, at least do your homework. I'm always the new nigga for a reason. Not because I recently moved, but I don't take no shit. Fuck what they told you. I was never a bully. I was a nigga that fought the bully. So yeah, like I said, everyday life is truly one new experience. That's why I always try to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool. Welcome on the flip. I'll be your host for this post, The Uninvited Ghost. Here to remind you that everyday life is truly one new experience and that all skin is equal. So let's generate love over the hate. Today's topic, money well spent. I was raised in the church, but I'm not religious, rather spiritual. My favorite Bible verse has always been Luke 6, 37. You know the one about forgiveness and not judging others. More importantly, the part about not condemning others. Who am I to tell you to go to hell? Shit, I don't even have one to put you in. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. To get back on topic, I wear many hats. I've done art, music, poetry, streetwear, and my mom's an author, so at one point I sold books. We've been on TV, magazines, newspapers. We've been on the Black Expo, you know, all kind of African fests and what have you. And we even did our own book sign. So, if you know, you know. A couple of days leading up to the Black Expo, I decided to purchase another film. So I could have one for personal, one for business, right? So, the personal phone I had, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it was a top-up phone. So, I didn't feel like going all the way to Walmart, so I went to a local spot. I'm not gonna say the name, but, you know, I went in there and niggas tried to clown me. So I'm like, hey bro, can I get a top-up card? Look at this nigga. Grown-ass man trying to get a top-up card. Let me guess, you got a bomber phone too, right? And I'm like, really, bro? That's how y'all conduct business? You shit on your customers? Fucked up policy if you ask me. He goes, What the fuck would you know about business? Broke ass nigga. So I'm like, Oh wow, so you're getting personal, huh? So I'm like, You know what? Fuck it, man. I'm out. I'll take my business elsewhere. Well, I'm appreciated. Y'all be blessed, though. And I stepped out. Fast forward to that weekend. Setting on my booth for the expo. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, Everything went off without a hitch. Family, friends, new and old customers showed love. But deep off in the distance, I could see a familiar face. It didn't really register at first, but eventually he approached the booth. He goes, my man. I'm like, yo, what's good? Man, my, my man. I see you. That's what's up. My brother goes, oh shit, that's dude from the phone shop. Crazy how time flies. Just the other day, you was acting like a dick. Now you dick riding. <laughs> like I said in the previous episode, 
Sometimes you gotta let go and let God. That's why even in the midst of fuckery, I told him to have a blessed one. Another jewel from my pop. Here's a bonus. You wanna know who really loves you? Drop five dollars and leave the room. If they love you, they'll stop you short like, hey bro, you dropped this. If they don't, they'll just pick it up and leave. There's two ways to look at it. On one hand, it's like, damn, I just lost five dollars. But on the flip, you just got rid of with this loyal motherfucker. And it only cost you five dollars. Money well spent if you ask me. Like I said before, Palmer's a bitch. That bum ass phone shop got shut down about two weeks later. It's a wing stop now. <laughs> I say all that to say, never judge a book by its cover. And treat people how you'd like to be treated. Everyday life was truly one new experience. That's why I always trying to find a life lesson in any and every given situation. It's whatever though. I'm out. Y'all be cool.